You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now present the Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. everyone and welcome to the health hub i'm your host kathy biasse and the producer of our show is alex diaz and on behalf of him and myself i would like to thank you so much for joining us today on our show today we're talking about feng shui and it is some it's a term that a lot of us may have heard about in the past um but it's you know really diving into the holistic approach with it uh with our guest patricia lowen today the show is being or has been recorded so you will not be able to call in we would love for you to follow us on our social sites we are on instagram twitter and facebook and we are at the health hub rmc on all three locations and do feel free to email us at th at radiomaria.ca Uh, We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. We are the Health Hub, and that's one word on iTunes, SoundCloud, all your favorite podcast platforms. And you can also find our podcast on the Radio Maria Canada website, which is radiomaria.ca, and on my website, which is kathybiasse.com. Patricia Lowen is the creator of Powerhouse Feng Shui and author of The Happy Home, A Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life. She helps entrepreneurs make their homes and businesses magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. She shows you what they don't teach you in business school, what lies between the lines, your top secret tools for success. She has helped thousands of people across the globe embrace Feng Shui and creates lasting changes in their businesses their homes, and in their lives. Patricia has seen firsthand the power of the mind, surroundings, and inner healing, clearing and aligning everything so it works holistically. She loves entrepreneurship with 15 years of experience running and growing three successful startups of her own. Patricia has been featured in media around the world, including the New York Times, CNN, Fox, Forbes, the New York Post, she knows, enhance, mind body green, USA Today, and Elephant Journal. A very, very knowledgeable woman, very lovely person to talk to and listen to. And we will be discussing many things around this topic of Feng Shui, including what is Feng Shui, how it can help to improve the environment of our home, and are there simple ways that we can get started today to align our home with the principles of Feng Shui? So I do hope you stay with us and listen to this wonderful show with Patricia Lone. Heaven came and kissed the earth. Prophets long ago foretold his birth. He became the living human heart it's worth the whoa whether i'm in want or plenty whether i'm in health or 
You are listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program, The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. As mentioned, today's show is taped. No opportunity for calling in. Please do follow us on our social sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and we are at the Health Hub RMC on all three locations. Patricia, welcome to our show. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, so happy to have you. Such an interesting person. Everyone knows that I do a little chat with my guests beforehand. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes these chats actually turn into full shows and it was such a pleasure. So I can't wait for everybody to to meet you and understand what you do. Oh, thank you. So how did you get into this area of feng shui? Maybe tell us your journey and um, maybe some of the fun places you live that have brought you to this space and yeah. exactly what feng shui is. Yeah, for sure. Well, I actually got my first book about feng shui when I was 15. And my parents, we growing up, moved house a lot of times. I have no idea where I came across it, but once I read that book, I was really into it. I started functioning in my bedroom. I was just completely obsessed. Um, and we had just moved into a house, a new house that time. Uh, and things went really difficult for our family. Like, it was just a really interesting time. Like, financially, things were getting better and better. But for the health, the well-being, just the mental, just everyone, like the legal stuff, there was just a lot of drama going on. Um, and maybe some part of me was like, there's something off with a feng shui and I got guided to the books. Um, I didn't really realize that that was, that could have been, that was the impact of it, but it was, it was pretty profound. Um, and I didn't really come back into feng shui again until I had actually quit everything in my kind of corporate career and moved to India to become a yoga teacher. And I opened up to so many new things like spiritual energy work and healing and all these different modalities. And it was when I kind of came back from India and was working as a yoga teacher, I got myself a new apartment in Dublin. And I said, I'm going to feng shui this place. And I kind of remembered. And to be honest, I had no idea that it was even connected, that it was, you know, I really was, couldn't remember it that much, but I got found the books at home in my mom's and did my apartment to call in love. And very soon afterwards, I met my now husband. And as I walked around his house, I was like, he has feng shui this. He has done some quirky things here that, um, not even quirky, but just like set up his bedroom very intentionally that was like ready for um, a couple. Like it was just not a kind of bachelor pad at all. Um, and I was like, God, this is, he's really have an awareness of this. And I said it to him and he said, yeah, actually I got into it in my 20s. I loved it because it just made sense. You know, if your inner world is a mess, like, of course, your if your external environment is a bit of a mess and not supportive, of course, it's going to be impacting you internally. Um, so we both were just hooked on it um, and we both had an interest. So when I moved in with Ken, I decided I'm going to study this. I want to do it just for our house. And everything I've ever done and studied and learned has been just out of pure personal interest and then realizing, oh, my God. I want to share this with the world. It's so amazing. It's changed my life. <laughs> so that's what happened with the feng shui. We feng shui our house. And very soon afterwards, we'd like a six-figure windfall. We had like all these amazing kind of things just happen. And my business started to grow so much faster and just lots of great opportunities flying in. And I was like, wow. And 
you know, the people around me were like, what's just happened to you in your life? It's like, well, you know, it's just a dysfunctional way. And uh, that was kind of the start of it. Everyone just wanted more. They wanted to see how we did it, what we were doing. And, um, and now we've been working with clients all over the world um, virtually. And yeah, it's been pretty amazing um, because we had no intention, as I said, of doing this as my business. But when we decided to move to Bali, um, I wanted to do something online. And this was the thing that people kept asking about. So we did it. And it's been amazing, amazing journey. Is this a business with your husband? It is. So my husband now works with me in the business. We actually didn't, he's an engineer. Like he really wasn't going to, um, you know, start do this. He just trained, we just both were fascinated with it. Um, But as it grew, I needed more help and he didn't really want to do engineering anymore. So now he works with me. Oh, that's amazing. Now, when I think of feng shui, I think about, I, I was, I first heard of it, uh, honestly, it was about 20 years ago. And for me, it was, uh, my husband is in, in architecture, so design comes in into, and it was kind of like a, a phase of design. It was kind of like a, a niche saying, a niche area. Um, it's not just about design, is it? There's a whole philosophy and spirituality about it so maybe we can get into what exactly feng shui is yeah for sure well i like to describe feng shui as acupuncture for your home and um the reason i like that is because it is very similar and it is from the same philosophy as five five element theory as acupuncture qigong tai chi Uh, and when you think about going to the acupuncturist she's not going to give you fashion advice she's not going to tell you what to wear (laughs) Um, and that's the same as me i I'm not going to look and give you interior design advice because that is the aesthetic. Um, And feng shui is much more about the energetic. Uh, And there is many layers to feng shui. I like to describe it almost like it's kind of like that iceberg principle. So at the tip of the iceberg um, that we can see is really what people think feng shui is about. It's about the visible, what's on the, what we can see. But feng shui is really much more about the below the iceberg um, of what's going on on um, from when the house was built and um, how it was constructed. You know, it is a 5,000-year-old practice. Um, Everything back in the day was way more built with a lot more intention. You know, they didn't just throw up buildings and big, huge apartment blocks just out of, you know, without any thought put to how it was going to impact the earth, what was happening around the building in the land. Um, And that's really how it was very, everything was very intentionally done. Whereas when I work with people now, we're just, you know, we work with what you've got. Um, It's not a structural change. You know, you don't move rooms or move, much furniture because most of the time it's in the specific the place that it suits most um but there are lots of things that people do today just listening can tune in and, and take some action just around even just improving you know the tip of the iceberg and changing their relationship with their home if you walked into a house with no idea of the the concept of feng shui if you walked into somebody's house who had worked with you for instance would mm-hmm. you see aesthetically a difference or is this all about placement and energy and a feel and a sense you wouldn't know you wouldn't know if it um most 
people say for we used to Airbnb our house years ago and I'd guests come and stay and um, I remember this couple coming to stay and they're like I don't know why we've been attracted to this house to stay like we never stay in B&Bs we always go to five-star hotels and I was like well, it wasn't a five-star hotel I was like okay like not feeling offended and then they stayed the first night and they're like I have never slept so well oh my god can we stay for two more nights and I was like of course and you know that's a feng shui house you know where people come they want to come they want to stay they're attracted to it you know we were doing great with the Airbnb because obviously our house feng shui they were sleeping better and they could feel a really good energy and that's um, part of it so it's not necessarily about how the house looks and you know I have feng shui multi-million dollar mansions that have been interior designed to the max and yet they are bad feng shui you know the stuff going on in the people's lives is not happy at all Okay, that it's 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 a concept that is you know I'm trying I'm mulling over in my head. Um, what, do you set intentions? So you work with women, you work with business people. Your clientele is very diverse in nature, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. Very diverse. So are when these people are coming to you as you as the the practitioner of this, are they coming to you saying, I want to make more money, so we're going to feng shui it this way. I want to have a healthy family and you feng shui it that way. Is is that our intention set and then the feng shui is built around these intentions or is this a common practice that emits a, a you know one type of energy that disseminates into all areas? This is an amazing question. And I've never been asked this question before. (laughs) So one of the things I absolutely love about feng shui is that people come to me, as I said, from all different walks in life with different situations going on. And feng shui is a very holistic practice. So it's looking at every part of your life. So I'll have clients that come to me saying, I want to call in love or, you know, I want to call in more money into my life or I want my business to grow. And, you know, for example, I just think of one woman, Tanya, she came to me because she wanted to get more exposure in her business. Now we, she got so much visibility, like Every time we we did, she did some more feng shui tweaks around as she got on TV. So she had like 14 TV appearances in like a couple of months. Now, the ripple effect of this, you know, just by balancing the energy of her home was that her child who'd been having serious like mental health difficulties that hadn't been shared with me um, ended up um, getting into a new school, making new friends, having a really positive like turnaround in her life. And, um, you know, so the the lady came to me really working, working on her career and her finances, but actually in, you know, by doing the feng shui, it benefited her daughter as well. So, you know, whatever part of your life that something's not moving in is where we'll usually set the intentions. And then we'll look at every area. Um, but what happens is um, when we do the feng shui, we're actually balancing the house into harmony. So just think about your favorite place in nature and how you're sitting there, you just feel so good. You feel in flow, you feel connected with nature and everything is just like, God, I'm having a great day. I feel so good here. That's essentially what we're doing in a home. We're like bringing the house into this beautiful, balanced energy. And when all of the areas are in balance and harmony, everyone gets into their flow. So we see husbands getting amazing pay rises or new jobs. You know, it's the wife that's hired me because she wants to 
you know, get, you know, get more traction with her clients or, you know, or more harmony with the, with the children. And yet it's this husband that sees a loads of success as well. So what happens is once that balance and that flow starts to come in a house and it, it brings like so many beautiful rewards from all different aspects. So would you feng shui the whole entire house or it's okay, I need to work on my daughter and we're going to do her room or is it you have to, the conception is the whole house needs to be engaged. So I think that obviously the idea of the whole house feels like, oh my God, that's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like the whole house, do I have to change everything, move everything, do everything? No, it's not actually like that. What we're looking at is we do look at the entire house, but we look at every area. So every area represents represents a different part of your life and um, business. And as we put, what we do is we place specific elements. So it is five element theory, and we have to place a specific element into each area. So it's not about like moving a bed or moving furniture or changing anything. It's really about making sure that the right element is in the right area based on the house so every house is totally unique so we would look at that like my first goal when I work with my clients is like let's get the overall balance in place so the acupuncturist is going to put the needles into where they need to go on the body that's exactly what we do in the house so it could be a case of putting a plant in a specific area putting I'm just sitting here in my um office and I have a place that I need to add some fire element and I just got a little red lamp and I put the red lamp there you know and that's going to be that's representing balancing that area for me now if you walked in here somebody just sees a red lamp they don't see my feng shui they don't know that's a feng shui thing I do (laughs) so it's like it can be done very very um you know as you said but if people come to a house you won't know if you see it aesthetically you won't know at all um so that's the first thing and then if you said to me oh I need to work on my daughter's bedroom my daughter has stuff going on well then we're going to dive into looking at where she spends the most time so that may be her bedroom number one because she's spending eight hours a day there how can we optimize that room are there things in that room that are going to be depleting her energy not supporting her the positioning of her bed may be an issue is there a better place that she could be doing her study from you know where is she doing her study you know looking at from all those directions as well Um, and the same would go for you know um, a relationship if you're looking to improve your relationship with your husband you're like well you know what's the artwork in the bedroom what is what how's it set up do you have all your you know work stuff in the bedroom and we'll look at that as well so it's kind of we're looking at all the layers we want the energy balance first and then we'll start to dig into like what's in the house what's on the walls and is it supporting us with where we want to go and with those intentions that we've set at the beginning does everyone need to buy into this? You know, the, if there's some that are on the fence, you know, I've got, uh, I have a lot of people in the, in the, in the house. Some may not want it's the bedroom touched or whatever. Does that, does that impact the overall sense of, of what you're trying to do? Um, there can be some resistance from different members in the family. Not everybody needs to be on board. Um, what I usually, there's a few things that we will look at. Like I had a, a client years ago whose daughter was like, I don't want you to touch my bedroom. It's my sacred space. Um, and then I could look at the house plan and be like, actually, you don't need to do her bedroom, but you like work on the spare bedroom because the area just like moves over into that. So can there be, can be a little bit of like, we don't need to touch it. Or if we do need to do it, we need to 
then kind of go, okay, well, how can we make this um, support them? So I'm just thinking of one of my clients, Michelle. So Michelle did the feng shui in her house. Her son was like, you are crazy, mom. What are you doing? She she lives, she, she works for um, Massachusetts, the, uh, the, the hospital in Massachusetts um, in Boston. And she's just like, she's a nurse and her husband, her son is like, you're crazy, mom. What are you doing with all this stuff? And he's she's just like, just let me do my feng shui. Let me do my feng shui. And within like literally a few weeks of doing some of the work, um, her son won a $67,000 like lottery win. And now he's just like, do whatever you want, mom. Just do, it, do whatever you want, mom. <laughs> money and talks. Just money, money talks, you know, and it paid off all his loans. Um, and, you know, it can be this really interesting thing. Whereas in the beginning, she was just like, please just let me do this thing. Like, you don't have to see it. I'm going to put it discreetly away, but I'm going to like, this is going to make a difference for you. And he was a bit resistant, but in the end, now he's turned around. So that can often, that's always the fun part for me is the turnaround of the people who are most resistant are like, oh, they get the college grant or they get all the colleges that they want you know a lot of my clients are moms and they have like children who are like applying for the universities and you know where do they want to get to and the moms are doing all the work setting it all up and then they're like they got offered all three of them (laughs) now we can just do this to make a better balance for the house it doesn't have to be like a specific intention right exactly no specific attention at all and that's where you know it's just that and that's you know that's how we went into it it was just like I just want to make our house you know make sure it's as optimized as possible to support us Um, and then when you do that you know you're just open to opportunities and things unfolding that um you know for me it feels like it allows you to expand into your fullest potential and that's what I see a lot with my clients like I have one client she's just coming to mind you know she I don't I think she joined because she wanted to call in love, but all of a sudden she started painting. Oh man, I'm not joking you. These pieces of art that she was posting in our group, we were like, oh my God, are you selling that? Can I buy it? (laughs) And she's like, I just felt this urge to like start painting. And we were like, everybody was absolutely blown away. It was just something that unfolded as a result of her home supporting her more. You know, we talk about, you know, the, our, our environment of our body and we work really hard on our health. And I think sometimes we don't give the impact of our environment, the, the kudos that it really needs as having an impact on our overall health. So I think it's a very interesting concept. Everyone, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Patricia and continue this great, great conversation. We'll be right back. I didn't know what it hurt like to be broken Then how would I know what it feels like to be whole If I didn't know what it cuts like to be rejected Then I wouldn't know the joy of coming home Maybe it's okay If I'm not okay Cause the one who holds the world Is holding on to me Maybe it's alright If I'm not alright Cause the one who holds the stars Is holding my own life If I didn't know Dirty, then I wouldn't know what it feels 
voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, email thh at radiomaria.ca. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Patricia Lowen, and we're talking about Feng Shui. And for people that um, don't understand this, it's a very, very interesting concept. We're going to continue the conversation. Patricia, you talked about five elements of Feng Shui. Um, when I think of five elements, I think of nature. Now, do they coincide or am I completely off base? You're totally correct. So yeah, the five elements are literally as I'm from nature. So we have fire, um, we have water, earth, metal and wood. So um, what we're doing in feng shui is, you know, some of these elements interact really positively together. So for example, um, you know, fire creates earth and we're looking at that positive combination, whereas others don't interact so well. So for example, metal would cut down a tree, you know, um, it, would, it would create, um, you know, or um, wood would burn, um, wood, um, or like fire would burn, it, burn wood. And um, so there's these different combinations. And what we're doing is we want to get them in feng shui, get them at play in the most positive way um, in our homes. So let's look at this practically. If someone's um, interested in doing this, are we going ba- down to the, how much, how put it this way? Cause I'm thinking if I dive into this myself, I, I know precious little about how this house was built. Um, do I need to know, you know, the bare bones of the house? How much work would it put it this way? How much work would it be on my part to come to you and say, let's do this? 
Okay, so um, if it's that let's do this, the first thing I have is a questionnaire that, that I send you that tells me about all the different parts of your life. So your health, your family, your career, all the different areas of like what's going on, like giving me a picture of like this is what's happening for Kathy. Um, and then we would look at... Um, then I would have questions about like the size of your home. Um, I would look at the when it was built. So a general like within the 20 years of like when it was built, was there any remodeling? What's going on outside? And I need some photos and a sketch of the shape of the building. Um, and once I have all of that, I do we like, oh my God, so like um, like <laughs> the technology is so amazing now because <laughs> we can do virtual, comp- we do all our virtual analysis. So basically I'm like on Google Earth, like looking around your house like what trees are there where is it and and taking a lot of information from that analysis as well and once I do that I will um, then create a report so um, any accountants or people out there may be like oh we run um, a set of numbers based on um, detailed calculations to tell us what are those energies that are happening? Um, and then once I have that done, then I'm saying, okay, this is what's going on with the house. Um, and it's it's not any bad news. It's just like, this is what it is. Um, and it can often then, you know, mirror back to what's happening. So for example, if a client comes to me and I just think of one client, Monica. Monica came to me and she was just like, Patricia, you know, my business is going so well. She has her outside office. Um, we just signed an amazing contract for $28,000. Um, and I'm so happy but a week later my plumbing imploded in my house and guess how much it's going to cost to fix it she's like I just can't keep money in so it was going to cost 28,000 to fix the entire plumbing of the house so she's like okay there I am again it comes in it's gone so her problem was that financially the house is not supportive at all and but she was working her ass off so I could see that on the house and be like okay her house is bad for money this is how we need to fix it. And it's bespoke. Like, so every house is unique. And I'd be like, this is what you need to do. And she did that. And an amazing thing started unfold. And she just went step by step through my report, which is, as I said, working with the five elements. So we would implement a specific element to each area to balance it. Um, and she, you know, for example, just because I have Monica in my head, like we worked in her daughter's bedroom. We worked on, like, we just want, we went through every area as well as putting the remedies in. Um, and that's how, how it takes. It can take as long or as, you know, I've had clients like actually we talked about Tanya, 14 TV appearances. She had everything done in like 24 hours because she just went onto Amazon and ordered the things that she needed and found the rest in her house. Um, so there can be people who are like, so like, I'm going to get it all done like super quick. Or there's others that will take six months to ease through it and take one thing at a time. Um, and it's not a race, you know, for me, it's a journey of recommitting to the energy of your house and um, also to connecting with what your intentions are. Um, some of clients will come to me and be like, well, I've never really thought about my, um, you know, my creativity and my self-expression, you know, because that are new things I want to start and start start doing in my life where I am right now or I've never really thought about like how I could improve my relationship and that kind of also starts the ball rolling with like a new um you know a new energy into people and that's what we're doing is we're activating energy in the house so then it it inherently affects and balances you is it ever evolving like do you ever get to I'm feng shuied or is it a continual um, replacing and redoing and reconnecting with you as people's lives change. 
Um, well, the feng shui, the cycles do change every year. So just once a year, there's kind of a reset of the elements around the house. And most people will do that. Like, like I'll do it and maybe it'll take me in our house maybe like two or three hours um, in February to do it. Um, but is it ever evolving? Yeah, I suppose there is a little bit of that. You know, people, you know, for me, I'm always still decluttering. Like, <laughs> and I'm always kind of, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, where does it come from? Um, and then I can, you know, I share with my clients. I'm like, you know, one of my friends saw me decluttering again my wardrobe and she's like you must have nothing to wear at this stage and I'm like no because I do get stuff you know it's just like this journey with it um, and it can be a set like some of my clients are like set and forget for the whole year and others will be on the journey with it and will be tuning into the house and be like oh you know what actually this this piece of you know this lamp doesn't doesn't give me any joy anymore I'm going to change it or you know it's it's um yeah, it becomes like you become kind of in friendship with the house. Um, you start looking at the artwork. You start just looking at things a little bit differently. Um, and then, you know, all of others who are just set and forget. Um, so it kind of depends on where you're at. Okay, so a big red flag came up for me. So you're talking about decluttering as well? Oh, <laughs> well, like the thing is, first of all, you know, and actually you don't have to have your house decluttered before you feng shui. Um, oftentimes there may be parts of your house where the energy is not that good. And that's where the energy can tend, where the, de- where the clutter can tend mm. to stay and, 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 and um, gather. Um, and, that's, and that also can be um, a little bit of, you know, for me, if there's certain areas in your home where clutter can just, or can it, things can just feel like they are hard to keep clear, that's like a red flag for me with like, oh God, I, we really need to get the good element in there to balance it out. Trisha, have you ever been stuck when you've looked at somebody's house? Have I ever been stuck when I've looked at someone's house? Um, yes, I have. Um, and not stuck in a bad way, but in a way of just like, it there was just a lot of things that um, were unsupportive and, um, you know, is it, was it the architect or was it the person that was, you know, it, everything is feng shuiable. That's like the first thing I have to, to answer. Like absolutely everything is feng shuiable. I've never told anyone to move house. Um, but when I look at like certain very obscure house shapes um, or uh, very unusual designs, like, um, you know, I, I do some free trainings, you know, I'm in a, in a, in my, when I do launch my program powerhouse and there was one lady, you know, I was like, Oh, the area, the southeast is and this woman posted her floor plan and it was like a horseshoe shaped house and um actually it was even but it was even a bit more obscure than a horseshoe because it kind of went into an m and i was just like she's like i can't find my southeast area and i was just like you just have to join the course because i need to sit with this and spend some time with it mm-hmm. so it's not like we can't fix it or do something with it but it just takes a bit more time and energy to be like okay some houses are like clear cut like oh yeah that's easy there they're there you know whereas others are a little bit more complex and and these homes are they, do you find if we went backwards that the energy that the the environment of the home you can see where how am i saying this um that house that you were talking about in particular could you see the need for the feng shui in there? Was there, it was really oh, off. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Like so much kind of just aggro and angst in the house. Um, you know, the relationship had break, broken down, 
you know, no sense of like connection, very, di- yeah, very difficult, um, difficult. Yeah. And, and that's the thing when we'll look at how so- certain house plans or I look at certain energies, I'll be like, wow, it's, it's like, I don't know, how, you know, and sometimes when we get people's um, information and I'm like, I don't know how they're getting up and then I don't know how they're t- getting on every day with their lives. There's so much happening. Um, and when we start to balance it, it just, it just brings a lot of um, peace and, ease into people's lives which is you know really fulfilling and at, at the center of it it sounds like we're, we're really trying to become one with nature in our living spaces it sounds like what you're trying to bring to people this cohesiveness between out and in is that yeah that's exactly it and you know um when you do that and when we connect with that um we just tap into a kind of a universal flow like we're really tapping into that source energy flow of how everything is in the perfect timing you know and um even when it comes to the feng shui i say to clients i'm like you know as we put these elements in we just have to then relax and trust you know we don't sit at a and we planted a seed in the ground or planted the grass we don't sit and go come on grass hurry up hurry up we're just like it's all it is all happening and it's um when we tap into that flow it can it really can be and it can be amazing and sometimes it's like immediate results you know I, I don't remember one client who actually to bring earth element initially stones from her back garden inside into her prosperity she went to kicked a few stones up but then her prosperity here and she got like a three thousand dollar bonus the next day like she's like, that was quick. You know? <laughs> I need more stones. <laughs> I need some more stones. Yeah, and it, it was, you know, that was just this kind of like the energy was always was all already good, and then we just put something in to enhance it, and it improved it. Is there anything that we can do like right now that can can help or put us in the right direction of moving into the feng shui way of living? Yeah, um, this is one of my favorite exercises to share with people. And, you know, just from listening to me already, you may be like, oh, just thinking about your house a bit differently. Um, my invitation for you is that like the next time you're like driving up your driveway, walking into your house, that you just decide that you're going to put fresh eyes on, like literally just blink your eyes and pretend this is the first time you've walked into your office or into your house, you know, the first time you've walked up your driveway and just take it in, like kind of turn on your sensory, you know, how you feel internally, what you see and start to like take note. So is there weeds on the ground on the way in? You know, it's, is it untended to? Is the welcome mat got all battered? Or is the plant pot all like broken? Or the plants dead at the front door? You know, um, is the doorbell working? Is the light bulb there or not working? You know, all these little tiny things, like just to start to tend to it and see like, how could I improve this experience right here in front of me? Like, is it a new welcome mat? Could I get a new plant? Can I fix the doorbell? Can can the door be easy to open? You know, and then as you move through the house, just look for those little friction points. Like, because if it's a friction point that you're kind of like, you know, it's something that bugs you. Like I just was speaking to a lady yesterday about this and she was just like, as you walk in my front door, there's this floating shelf that kind of goes lopsided. She goes, it drives me crazy. And I was like, oh my man, just like, please get rid of it. Because if something like it's, it's so subtle, but it's affecting your energy every single day. Um, and we don't want something that's going to kind of drive you mad every day. That's like, like, you know, a little like prod in the side of you. So going through and just seeing like, is that, does, do I love that piece of furniture? You know, 
I think about, um, I was doing this with my mom um, months ago and um, she picked up this little, I picked up this little candle holder thing and there was a tiny chip on the side of it. And I was just like, mom, what are you keeping this for? It has a chip, you know, because I'm like chips, it, it depleted energy, not, not ideal. And she's like, that was the first present that your sister brought back from her school tour to wherever. And I was like, oh, okay. So she was just really like, I'm not getting rid of it. I was like, okay, no problem. Um, and then I didn't say anything. And then all of a sudden she was just like, look at this little table I just got. I just love this new table. And I was like, wow, like she was super enthusiastic about this new table. And then we looked over and I was like, and then she picked up this other little ornament and she's just like, oh, this, I don't even like this. What am I doing with it? And it was just this flick of the switch because she was so enthusiastic about the ornament, so enthusiastic at the table. And then this little woman with the, with the, these little jugs, um, like, I don't know, was it, I don't know what, it was a weird little ornament that she had. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, actually, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I'm getting rid of it. And it was just this kind of flick of, of switch of just like, why do I have this? What am I doing with this? I don't even like it. Like, get it out. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, she started moving around literally with this new eyes and moving through and seeing things going like, those candlesticks, oh, that person got them for me. I don't like her anymore. <laughs> I got rid of the candlesticks. You know, it's just like really seeing like who got it to me, got it for me. Does it have a positive memory at- attached to it? Does it feel good to have it here? You know, and if, is it working? You know, those little things, because all of those, anything that has that kind of negative or not a, as a positive association with is, is, is impacting you. And honestly, your house will start to feel lighter and brighter by just that little scan getting rid of what you do. So her feng shui could be different from yours. So you're going to walk into her house and see a chip candle holder and go insane, whereas it's her calming piece. So everybody's exactly. feng shui is different. Every, especially when it comes to that kind of iceberg, tip, that like visual aesthetic, everyone's feng shui is going to be different. You know, one person could have a piece of art on the wall that for me, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't have that piece of art on the wall. It reminds me of something Whereas they're like, oh, my God, that was the most amazing day of my whole life. It reminds me of, mm. oh, you know, um, and then I, it brings me to, a, you know, a, a woman's office that I was functioning years ago. And when we're looking at the office, um, I, she had it set up it, like absolutely, literally five star feng shui set up, like really power, amazing. Um, yet on the wall, she had this picture and I was like, Tell, show me that picture. And we zoomed in and it was like a winter scene. So I'm just thinking winter in, in like snow. It was all like no leaves in the trees, very dark. So God, not an ideal theme for your office. Like your office, you want to feel alive and vibrant and flourishing. Like we want to think summer, you know, spring, mm-hmm. summer in, the, in, in, our, in our offices. Um, and I'm, I said, tell me more about this picture. She said, oh, that was my ex-husband's. I was like, okay, well, something that didn't work out a picture of winter and it's in your office where you hope things will always work out um, is in, in, in your space, like time to let, let it go. And did she? Uh, she did. Oh, interesting. <laughs> she did. Well, I'm going to be walking around with a fresh, a fresh set of eyes in my place, but some people like I have people that inhabit my house and things that drive me insane are things that are left. It's not so much, it's the stuff that's sort of left around the house as opposed to the hard fixtures, but I'm going to take a, a, a better eye and, and walk around and maybe my energy will be a little bit more kinder to those things that are left around once I get you the know, right energy. Totally. <laughs> and you know what? The things left around, like this is another big thing about like people talking about clutter and like my house is cluttered and I'm like stuff that's left around like from yesterday or the day before for me that's called life um but for it's me I'm more about like that cupboard 
that kind of every time you open it, you go, oh, God, I don't want to go there. That's the one that's like got the stagnant energy. That's the one that's kind of clogging everything up. Like, you know, I would prefer like just, you know, clearing that one out and getting more organized than kind of getting head up about like the sweater on the couch or the kind of the, the, the laundry on the floor. That's less my concern. And even when I do house consults for people or virtual walkthroughs, I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, I, I know it's not if it's not going to be left there forever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. And kudos to the woman who got her house in order in 24 hours. So that would be yeah. far out of my reach. But that, you know, uh, well, she, good for she her. Got a, she got all of her remedies in. And that's for me, the first thing is like getting the balancing in. And then right. after that, it was a bit of, it was a journey. But like, you know, that's kind of my main thing is like, you could do that very quickly. And then all the rest can just um, move on from there. Excellent. How can people get a hold of you if, um, if they want to get in touch obviously but if they if they're interested in dabbling with this yeah, for sure. So you can come to um, patricialohan.com um, and I have several resources there. So I have um, my guide for your office. So that's going to help you like function by your office. Um, I have a guide for prosperity and abundance to call in more prosperity and abundance. Um, and I also have my top function tips that will um, really get you kind of started like some things you can do today really easily um and i would love to have you come join me um i share a new weekly youtube video every week um and i have a podcast called live your dreams awake as well wonderful now do you do obviously you do individual consultations or is this sort of a group idea um i have both uh so i have a program called powerhouse which is really nice just like the question you asked is there you know if you you have naysayers in your house that are not going to be totally on board um we have a community of hundreds of women who are like all on board so you don't feel like you're on your own if you have a question you can come in and they'll be like yeah do it forget about what they say never mind them (laughs) like so we have that amazing community and they've all been through the process through the journey and are amazing cheerleaders um um, and it's still we still do a personal analysis of your house but you work work through it in the online program and then um i do work with people one-to-one as well wonderful what a great show thank you so much for joining us patricia thank you so much talking to you you too Everybody, we will talk to you next week on The Health Hub. to The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi, here on Radio Maria Canada.